Welcome back to Two Sisters and a TV, the classic TV podcast where we celebrate and remember all things and everything classic TV. Today, we're going to take a look back at the life and the career of the beautiful Sharon Tate, who would be 80 years old on today. She would be celebrating her 80th birthday on today, January the 24th. I had no idea that she and my eldest uncle were only born about two weeks apart. I didn't really know a lot about Sharon Tate until researching for this episode. One of my buddies and an avid listener of this podcast gave me the suggestion doing an episode on Sharon and I jumped at the chance because I've always thought that she was an unbelievably beautiful woman. I mean, one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen. And uh, from what I understand, also a very, very sweet, loving person. And it's funny because there's so many, and there always have been so many, you know, celebrities over the years, down through the years, who were just so full of themselves and stuck on themselves and, you know, not even as beautiful as Sharon Tate was. I'm not going to name any names. But it's just very interesting to me that this woman had all of this beauty, and yet she was such of a sweet person on the inside. According to Mia Farrow, she called her sweet and pure a human being as I've ever known. Meanwhile, Patty Duke called her, referred to her as a gentle, gentle creature. Now, Sharon Tate was born a beautiful woman, born a beautiful little girl, rather. She was born in Dallas, Texas on the 24th of January, 1943. She's the eldest of three daughters, and her dad was an an, uh, officer in the Army, so they moved around a whole lot, making it kind of difficult to hang on to relationships and make friends and the like. But uh, Sharon, from a very early age, I mean, her... Mother entered her into a beauty contest at six months old. She um, actually won that contest. She won the Miss Tiny Tots of Dallas contest at only six months old. She wanted to be a model. She had ambitions very early on of wanting to be a model and then wanting to be an actress. So she was very focused and determined on, in what she wanted to do from a very, very early age. Now, she entered and won several beauty contests. And, uh, of course, looking at at pictures of her when she was a baby and a little girl and as a teenager, it's very easy to understand why. She was a very, very beautiful girl, had unusual, unique beauty. I mean, the thing that's always struck me most about Sharon Tate are her eyes. Those big, beautiful, expressive brown eyes. Absolutely just, just stunning. I mean, her eyes were just absolutely one of her best features. And uh, so she definitely was headed in the right direction, wanting to be a model, wanting to be an actress. But she was also a very smart girl. Now, later on, her family ended up over in Italy. 
because as I said, her dad was an officer in the army and so they moved around a whole lot. So they ended up over in Italy in 1959. And she was very popular in high school. She seemed to have the typical family, usual, you know, normal family upbringing. Her dad, from what I understand, was kind of strict, of course, you know, being in the military. That's that's not exactly um, unexpected. But um, her childhood seemed to be pretty normal. And, uh, you know, she had a loving relationship with her sisters and with her mother, with both of her parents. Her dad wasn't there a lot because he was always busy with his career. But she was very loved by her family, by both of her parents as well as her younger sisters. And uh, when she was over in Italy during her time in high school, she was very popular, very well liked. She was very active in high school. She made good grades, so she was a good student. She was a cheerleader. She was on the student council. And of course, she became homecoming queen. She was very sweet, very charming. And as I said, after she graduated from high school, she wanted to come back to the United States to begin to pursue her career in acting and modeling. So her parents decided to let her come on back to the U.S. She went to L.A., and so she came back before her family did and she went to LA and she ended up having a very uh she didn't exactly have a part in the movie Barabbas starring Anthony Quinn but she was one of the extras in the film so she was really determined and very driven to but at the same time, she was not so determined or driven that she would step on anyone's toes or want to hurt anyone to move ahead. She just wasn't that kind of person. But she knew what she wanted and she went after it. As a matter of fact, now, I found this out probably a couple of years ago. Um, the TV show Petticoat Junction, of course, that made its debut on CBS in 1963. Of course, that show was about Kate Bradley and um, the Shady Rest Hotel and her three daughters, Betty Joe, Bobby Joe, and Billy Joe. Well, Sharon was actually cast in the role of Billy Joe, Billy Joe Bradley, the blonde daughter, the pretty blonde daughter. But it was determined by the producers that she didn't really have enough experience to carry a part of that magnitude, Sharon didn't have any acting experience. She had a beautiful face, a gorgeous figure, a beautiful personality, but there were concerns that she didn't really have a lot of experience when it came to acting, and so they decided that this really wouldn't be the best part for her to take on. I'm disappointed that they went in that direction. I thought that she, I honestly think that she would have been great as Billy Joe. I think she'd have been wonderful in that show. She would have fit in great with all the others. It would have been great seeing her in that role. So after it was decided that Sharon would not get the part, and there are, if you, te- if you check Google and look it up, you'll see some test fa- uh, photos, not test photos, but you'll see some promo photo shots of Petticoat Junction, the cast that Sharon is in. And I, again, think that she'd been great in that part. But unfortunately, since she did not get the part, she wasn't able to keep it. They decided to cast Janine Riley in the part of Billy Joe Bradley. Mm-hmm. 
However, Filmways, who produced Petticoat Junction along with the Beverly Hillbillies and also produced Green Acres later on down the line, they signed Sharon to a seven-year contract. So although she was not going to be part of Petticoat Junction, she got a recurring role in the Beverly Hillbillies, which was one of the biggest, most popular shows on TV at the time. She, I didn't even know this was Sharon Tate until I looked it up. She was that pretty dark-haired receptionist at the bank. Uh, her name was Janet Trago. And you know at the bank, you know, Mr. Drysdale and Miss Hathaway. Well, she was the receptionist at the bank. But she wore a dark wig because her manager didn't really want Sharon to make too big of a splash too soon. Now, I also, during research for this episode, because as I said, I did not know very much about Sharon Tate's life at all, um, I also read that her manager didn't think that Petticoat Junction was the best launching pad to start off her career. So I've heard two stories on that as, as, as to why she was taken out of that show. Not sure which is true. Maybe both are true. But I want to throw that part out there as well. The fact that her manager didn't think that that was going to be the best way for her to start an acting career. But she did end up on the Beverly Hillbillies, as I said, and she got to experience comedy and she got to experience acting and, and, you know, the whole thing. She got to really enjoy and see what it was like to be, you know, in a comedy type environment. And so that was really a good fit for her to be able to see exactly how it was going to be to be in a comedy type setting because the Beverly Hillbillies all comedy and she fit in perfectly. She was a good fit for that particular TV show. And she was in 15 episodes throughout, I believe it was the second season, the night between, I think, I don't think she was on there for the first season. But for, if I'm not mistaken, between the 1964-65 season, she was on the show, as well as 1963-64. I might have that wrong, but she was on the show and it was still in its black and white seasons. The show didn't go into color until, I believe, 1965 or 66. And by that time, Sharon's part had come to an end. And speaking of coming to an end, uh, my lights just went out. We're having some pretty bad weather here, and the lights just went out. So I don't want my phone to die while I'm doing this episode about Sharon. So I'm going to stop right here, and we will pick up the rest of Sharon's life in um, a separate episode. So I'm going to go ahead and halt it for now. I don't want to lose what we've done already and start over but we'll just pick it up after Sharon had her time on the Beverly Hillbillies so we're going to go ahead and just bring it to a close right now we'll come back hopefully later today and finish this up because I want to finish it up I would love to finish it up on what would have been and what should have been Sharon's 80th birthday we'll be back to finish this up when we get the opportunity and until that time thank you for tuning into two sisters and tv the classic tv podcast we will see you for part two about the life and the career of Sharon Tate and until that time we'll see you all then